Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. We do a lot of interviews with EDM artists, pop artists, rappers, and people in the industry, letting you know what they do behind the scenes. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter through the handle Sidewalk Talk Show. Hope you guys enjoy. No wonder you have like muscles. You could tell. Yeah. You can hold this for like an hour every day sometimes, okay? You can? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's impressive. Hi, so today I'm here with Batoma. Hey, what's up guys? <laughs> so you were born in Norway, right? Or No, I'm, I'm actually born in China. <laughs> in Shenzhen. Yeah, in Shenzhen. No, I, yes, I'm born in, in, uh, in uh, Norway. Were your parents born there as well? Yeah. Uh, no, my, my dad is actually from Sweden. Oh. So... Uh, he grew up in Sweden and then he met my mom uh, in, um, I think it was Spain, Tenerife or something, or, or uh, yeah, I think it was maybe Tenerife. Oh. Yeah, they were there on holiday. Yeah. And then suddenly they met and they danced and then <laughs> they exchanged numbers and uh, he moved to Norway. Yeah. Yeah. How do you say where you're from? It's called, it starts with a T, right? How do you pronounce it? Oh, uh, Trondheim. Yeah. yeah. That's not the place where I'm oh. from. That's the place I live in oh, now okay. and I've lived the last six years. Right. So I took my bachelor there in music yeah. production and technology. Yeah. And uh. then uh, the place I grew up in is actually called Frisa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a small, small town on the east side next to the Swedish border. Yeah. And it's basically maybe like a thousand people. Is there like a main industry or like what is it like? It's even... Uh, it, it, they have like a lot of uh, uh, forest around there, so mm -hmm. so they import and uh, like, or actually they export a lot of uh, wood. Yeah. From uh, from that area, and they also make. Uh, we had one uh, one big factory that made uh, toothbrushes. Uh, oh. But they closed it, and they sold the company to a, a company in England. So that was yeah, sad. yeah. A lot of people lost their jobs. So oh, so there wasn't even like anything, like music there really, right? Or no, just like a music school uh, yeah. for kids. Yeah, so in, I remember maybe in the whole town, ten or fifteen uh, kids played piano. Yeah, and that was it. And yeah. I was one of them. <laughs> How do you describe yourself back then, growing up? Oh, I was, uh, I was a clown, <laughs> just uh, goofing around, and and I think I had a lot of energy. My mom said that I never could sit still, and and uh, I liked being around my brother, and he didn't like having me around him. So what? But he showed you like really old school hip hop, right? Yeah, but that was when we were. Uh, I was seven, eight years old, so yeah. and it was only me and him in our house. But when he was out with friends and stuff, he was a little embarrassed because bringing along his little brother. Right. That, and I was like, if Dan did something, I was like, yeah, me too, me too. I want to do that too, me too. <laughs> uh, so my mom and dad, they just called me me too. <laughs> That's so cute. Yeah. What are your parents' personalities like? Oh, my mom is the sweetest. Super, super, super sweet uh, and lovely woman with, yeah, she cares about everybody. Mm -hmm. uh, and my dad, he, he is 
funny, strange. In a, in a, uh, he's he's very uh, <laughs> he's very how can I say it? He likes being uh, being around himself, mm -hmm. but he he loves taking care of his family. Oh, yeah. what do they do? Uh, my dad is a, he was a teacher. Now he works uh, at. Uh, uh, what does he call it? He works for the county. Yeah. Yeah. And my mom, she's a school nurse. And your dad did some stuff in Africa, right? For the UN? Yeah. Was that part of his, like, job or was that more of like a community service? No, he, 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 he at that time he was a teacher and he, he got into this program. So they went down there and uh, in Uganda. And uh, worked for uh, uh, like on the project, so yeah, yeah, that's so cool. What yes. kind of music were they playing in the house? Oh, my mom loves ABBA. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, and also Elvis. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think that influenced the music you make? No, I didn't <laughs> like. Yeah, I li I like the melodies, but uh, it was a little too much. Like I don't know. I liked more hip hop and uh, yeah and the music uh, that was like the kids played in my age mm -hmm. yeah elvis and abba is like a different time age yeah. for us so were you into school back then like did you like school yeah no i liked it uh, i liked more uh, being uh, being active and, and and doing sports and playing mm -hmm. around and, and i loved piano and playing the piano the keys so i spent a lot of time yeah. Doing that, I was probably practicing between three and five hours yeah. each day. Yeah. And you played some big stuff. I were like famous um, Norwegian pianists. No, I wasn't famous. Norwegian. But you played with them or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I had um, I had the opportunity to play, to play with some some big names, and uh, that was uh, that was very inspiring for me. So, but at some point, uh, I think I was like 16 years old, I, I uh, wanted to do some other stuff and I bought the computer and I saw, started producing, mm -hmm. just for fun, it, it was a hobby back then, it's still a hobby, but uh, more as a job now, Yeah. so, so now I've been really lucky to be able to live and and, and work with my music on the full time mm -hmm. because yeah. not many can do that. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 really a dream come true. What kind of subjects were you into at school back then? Uh, I liked uh, geography. Yeah. History. I liked. Uh, I actually I liked math, and and also also uh, um, like science. Mm. Yeah. After high school, and then you had to join the military, right? Yeah, I was in the military for. Uh, back then, it was mandatory. I'm not sure if it's mandatory right now. I don't. I don't think so. Mm -hmm. But back then, uh, if you reach the uh, like the requirements for for fitness, health, uh, and also like the tests, you got the letter saying that you had to serve yeah did so, you want to or what if you just like didn't do so well so you didn't need to go uh, yeah you could you could fake 
think uh, fake it to not make it, but uh, I didn't see the point of doing that, and, mm -hmm. and I wasn't sure what I wanted to do with my life, so I applied, and I I was in the army for uh, for up up in uh, up in um, north of Norway, and uh, during a winter winter exercise I got really sick. Oh, yeah, and. Uh, when I was on my way back home, I, I um, uh, because we had like, I think we had a few days off or something. It's so many years ago, I don't really remember, but I remember that I got really sick and then I ended up in the hospital and I was lying there for, a, I think it was five to seven weeks mm -hmm. because my liver failed. Oh, damn. Yeah. And then uh, it was pretty critical, and, and I remember my mom and dad was really scared, and I was scared too. But when I was lying there, I, w I just thought about my life and what I wanted to do, and music was like the thing that made perfect sense. So I, I, uh, I applied for music school and got in. Uh, at the university in Trondheim. Yeah. And I moved there. Uh, my, me and my brother, we bought an apartment together, and uh, I lived there since. Now I'm. Uh, I live with my girlfriend. Mm -hmm. so, That's so nice. <laughs> yeah, it's super nice. So. Yeah. And for like going to school and studying music, looking back, do you think you could get to where you are now if you didn't go to school? No. Yeah. No, I think uh, it gave me. Uh, Another perspective on a creative, uh, the creative process, and also like structuring your mm. your uh, projects and work, and also understanding how sound works and and how the ear uh, detects sound and and also process it. So, yeah. so I learned a lot about music technology and acoustics, and also. Uh, mixing and mastering songs. I, I usually do most of my mixing and mastering myself uh, So yeah, was going to school something that you want to do or did your parents kind of want you to get a diploma? No, uh, my parents have never never pushed me to do anything actually uh. Uh, oh. Even with even with the I remember as a kid they always encouraged me to try out different stuff and always like uh, you should try out this you should, if you don't like this you should try this and but they never pushed me mm -hmm. they were always supportive and if I wanted to <coughs> if I wanted to for example swim and there were like a competition uh, far away they drove me there and 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 cheered me up but they never pushed me yeah wow and then so after you graduated did it was Matoma, your first moniker, did you go under a different name or...? No, no yeah, I had a different name. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was terrible, like, I don't even want to talk about oh it because it was so bad. Uh, what kind of music did it sound like? No, I, it was like in the, in the same direction. Oh, okay. But um, I wasn't that creative, so me and my brother, we had been to a concert. I think it was Calvin Harris playing at the oh, right. festival. Yeah, yeah. And we had this after party. and. He came up to me and he, 
like Tom, your music is oh wow, it's great, but your name sucks. <laughs> oh really? And then yeah. he really just took his advice and his Matoma. No, actually, like yeah, we were arguing like crazy, and one of my friends he misunderstood the conversation, and he thought like we were about to fight. Oh so, wow! So we went between me and Dan, and he said like Tom, Dan, you need to take life easy, like just spread the love and. And there's no worries in life, Akuna Matata. Yeah. My brother he wanted to backphrase that and say like Akuna Matata and give me a hug, but he was a little uh, tipsy, you can say, <laughs> because it was oh after God. party and we had been drinking a little. So he said it wrong. He said Hakuna Matoma, and I just like snap Matoma. That's sick. Yeah. That's so, so cool. Does yeah, your we... brother still do music now, or what is he? No, he's a chemist engineer. What? So, That's yeah. so random! Yeah. Wow! No, so he he works for an oil company. Wow! Yeah, it's yeah. pretty impressive. But he still lives in Trondheim. Yeah. So I see him quite often. And then after you graduated, where was your career at by that point? It was very fresh. I, I had some buzz, uh, I remember, from some blogs and, and music uh, sites that wrote about my remixes uh, and uh, I had APA, uh, my agency, showing me. Oh, so when did you actually start to get like picked up? Like during your like early years of, of university? No, no, no. It was uh, on the on the last few months of my, oh. my bachelor thesis. So uh, actually when I was finished with school in, in uh, June, delivered my bachelor, uh, I was done. I made the decision to go on tour in Canada for three weeks mm -hmm. in uh, that fall and just like work on music full time. So I had a job. I was a personal assistant for a guy in a wheelchair. Uh, I also had that job uh, during my years in in uh, at the university. So, but sadly he passed away. Oh yeah. Yeah. And during the time when you were in university, you did like you did like resident DJ for like what club society or something like you were already like practicing your skills. Yeah, you can't you can't call it the residency. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I was a student DJ yeah, playing uh, at the student community. Yeah, so, that was fun and also very. It it uh, learned me that uh, <laughs> crowds can be different. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you need to. I played, I played a bunch of uh, different music. But one thing I remember was that I tried to play old school hip hop because I really liked that. But the Norwegians they they didn't connect to it in the mm. same way as the American. Yeah. So and at that time, like that that uh, island tropical sound was very hot. Uh, I remember like Thomas Jack was mm. was huge on SoundCloud and yeah. Baker Mate and and uh, uh, so I I I really like this new disco uh, type of flavor that uh, a guy called Oliver Nelson had. Mm. He had some really sick remixes, and then I just like tried to to experiment with like taking a new disco and tropical and and make my own mix yeah uh, and adding like that hip-hop uh, vibe to the songs and I ended up doing this remix uh, all thing back 
And yeah. uh, at that time, I didn't think it was going to be, be that big. Uh, but then suddenly, like, it blew up on SoundCloud because Hype Machine. Oh. Uh, I think it got number one on Hype Machine like mm -hmm. a couple times. Yeah. And blogs wrote about it, and then suddenly, Atlantic Record took. They called me and they wanted to sign it as a wow. official single yeah. and sign me as an artist. And yeah, it was truly exciting mm -hmm. times. So. How were you able to even think of getting your music out there? Because you didn't really have people around you in Norway who like knew what to do. Music. I had blogs. I had a very close and good friend that helped me out. Uh, Frode, his name was. Uh, he's still my close friend, and I I I don't talk to him that often now because we're both very busy. Mm -hmm. So, but he helped out a lot, and and. Uh, he he said to me like Tom, you need to wait with signing to management, and uh, you need to take your time and just like focusing on the music, and uh, you're on the right path. So I did like a lot of Norwegian agencies and also management. They reached out, uh, but I just I waited, and then suddenly like the U.S. started to show interest, and uh, I ended up signing with. Uh, uh, a guy called Andrew, uh, and he worked for Dexstar, but then um, he started his own company, Milton Archer, and I, uh, I have been with him since. Oh so, wow! Yeah, and he's he's such a great guy, and 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 he's a family guy, and he mm -hmm. he is very he has a good personality, good energy. He, he do it for the right reasons, like the music and the yeah. passion. And uh, also my agent, Ferry, is, is truly amazing. And also my agent in Norway. Like mm -hmm. They have really built me in an in amazing way that makes, makes, makes it easier for me to live both the artist life but mm -hmm. also have a personal life. Yeah. So. And what um, was the turning point when you realized that you like wanted to start doing your original stuff like after all the remixes? Uh, when I signed to Atlantic and mm. signed the record deal. Yeah. Um, Did you feel like you had pressure to like, okay, like now I have to like know how to do sessions and original music? No, not really. Like, uh, uh, I love that uh, creative and and fun environment where you go in the studio and you start from scratch and you and you write the songs. But but now I I work both like that, but I also work on just getting acapellas and I produce on on the acapellas it's almost like remixing but then they mm. end up being your original songs because uh, yeah you just have grown to a place where you, your name is respectable in the industry and they want want you to produce it and yeah. have you as the artist so did you ever think like you didn't want to be like that tropical house like remix person or was that never like something that occurred to you? I never like I never put my my um, my songs into that genre like mm -hmm. uh, for example all thing back I don't feel is a very typical tropical house song like there's mm -hmm. nothing about that song that is house. You have the the, the drums are not house the BPM is not house it's more a new disco flavored song mm -hmm. with tropical elements and 
And uh, but if it makes sense for people to put it into tropical house, then it's mm -hmm. tropical house. Like I, as long as people connect to the music. But I feel like my my involvement into other sounds and into other genres has been uh, slightly underestimated because like all night isn't tropical mm -hmm. false alarm isn't tropical uh, uh, the news uh, Noah Cyrus track slow isn't tropical yeah. even like even uh, girl at Coachella it's more a reggae inspired song with a few tropical elements but People, people like to call it Tropical House and even people think that those tracks are remixes, but... Yeah. Yeah. How do you think your music has changed from the really early songs you put out? I, th I think like my music, because I always want to, uh, I always want to evolve and always want to, to make something new, but still when you put on a Matoma track, uh, you can hear that it's Matoma. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I feel that I've accomplished that, but in an exciting and, and cool way of doing other songs in, in different genres. But what is the genre today? Mm -hmm. uh, like if you listen to a pop record, like it's easily Tropical House, it's easily yeah. uh, something else. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. And you and your girlfriend are so cute. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. No, she's amazing. Seriously, like she's uh <laughs> How did you meet her? Was it through music or uh we met at the, at the venue I was playing. Mm -hmm. But after my concert and uh she didn't even attend the concert so, so she didn't know who I was. <laughs> and I was standing outside and and taking pictures with some people that wanted to take a yeah. picture with me and she walked by and they were like laughing a little because they didn't know who I was and, yeah. and they th maybe thought it was funny that that it, it probably looked like we were taking selfies oh yeah, yeah. so they like smiled a little and and then uh, the security guard he said like oh shouldn't you take a picture and they like why <laughs> And and I told them this funny story that I was the I was the the guy that that like some that I, I don't remember but I, I tried to be funny in a, yeah. in a way and I s said that I worked at the venue and it had yeah. become like this gimmick to take pictures with me because <laughs> because I I, I I cleaned up the mess of all the girls uh, yeah. in the bathroom or something <laughs> and and uh, and they laughed. And we ended up taking a picture, and then a few weeks later. This is your first couple photo. Yeah, yeah, actually. And then, <laughs> That's so cute. Yeah, and then a few weeks later, she, I played, at her, town where she grew up, mm -hmm. and uh, she texted me like, "Hey, um, I see that you're coming to, to, to my town. Do you like uh, let me know if you want to meet up?" And of course, I wanted to meet up. Yeah. She was like the nicest thing. Yeah, the cutest uh, girl I had ever seen. So, yeah. so we met and uh, we just connected, and since then we've been together. Yeah. So. What does she do? She's uh, in school. Mm -hmm. So she studies. Yeah. Yeah. Has it been difficult, like traveling so much and doing so much music? 
I think every relationship is difficult. Mm -hmm. Like the, but it's it's all about the communication and and talking to each other and uh, meeting each other's uh, like meeting each other in the middle mm -hmm. and respe uh, respecting each other and also uh, listening to each other. Yeah. So it's, it hasn't always been easy, but like. True love is true love, and, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, she is the one that has always like she supports me every wow. single day, and and I hope that I support her in the way that she su supports me. So mm -hmm. yeah. What would you say have been your biggest challenges in your music? In my music, mm -hmm. <sighs> when you when you sign to a big label and and you commit to to uh, a big label it's it's a huge team that work for you mm -hmm. so uh, they have a certain amount of expectation in, mm -hmm. in the products you deliver and sometimes I deliver songs that I am truly happy with mm -hmm. but then the feedback isn't that great yeah and then you end up doing all these different ver versions of the songs. Mm, yeah. uh, I remember I did one song, it didn't come out, but I think I was on like version 30. Damn. And I've been working on the song for a year. Yeah. So that's a challenge. But then suddenly like you have other songs that go smoothly and, and the, the creative process is fast and everybody loves it and then Slow was an example of that, but, mm -hmm. uh, but that song also took some time to, to release because the, the strategy behind it and also the push. But I have to say like the label, they, they have done an amazing job in mm -hmm. like finding the right songwriters for me and, and uh, finding the right people for me to go in the studio with yeah. and also future artists. Uh, but also my manager, he, he, he do an amazing job. So. I think we're a very close team mm -hmm. that have such a passion for music yeah. and such a uh, love uh, for what we do. So we're just like people that that want to that want to make other people happy mm -hmm. with spreading love and spreading music. Yeah. So how would you say you've grown as a person since when you started? I, I feel I'm the same person. Yeah. Like, of course I. Uh, I become more mature and, and uh, I, I, I feel and, 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 and think that uh, turning 26 is a more mature age than mm -hmm. being 23 years old. Yeah. Like mentally and, and also physically. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it's <laughs> like you can feel that your body is starting to slowly just like. Mm -hmm. So you need to. You need to do more exercising and, and mentally you need to have routines that doesn't make... Like it's hard to travel a lot yeah. and it's, it's physical and also mentally uh, exhausting. So mm -hmm. uh, then it's nice to have a team around you that supports and also give you the balance in life. Yeah. Yeah. Last question. Yep. What do you want to be remembered for? What I want to be remembered for? Uh, spreading the love. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I love that. Yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs>